You can hear the wails of women, the cries of children, the shouts of men. Many raised their arms to the gods, others declared the gods were no longer, and that this was the last night on earth. Pliny the Younger in a letter to historian Tactius. This was Pompeii, and this is the good, the bad, and the pure evil. Pompeii was built 40 metres above sea level on a coastal lava plateau created by earlier eruptions of Mount Vesuvius. Three sheets of sediment from large landslides lie on the top of the lava, possibly triggered by extended rainfall. The mount of the navigable Sarno River is adjacent to the city and was protected by lagoons. It served the early Greek sailors as a safe haven and port which was developed further by the Romans. Pompeii was home to about 12,000 people. The first stable settlement on the site dates way back to the 8th century BC, when the Oscans populated the area. The Greeks would arrive in 740 BC, entering the orbit of the Hellenic people. At the same time, the cult of Apollo was introduced. Greek sailors used the area as a safe port. By 524 BC, the Etruscans arrived and settled. Like the Greeks, the Etruscans didn't conquer the city, but simply controlled it having Pompeii enjoying a sort of anonymy. Pompeii would become a member of the Etruscans League of Cities. A simple market was built and a temple of Apollo as well as many houses with the so-called Tuscan Etribium typical of the people. The city's walls were made stronger in the 5th century BC. In 474 BC, the Cumes arrived with and defeated the Estrusans in the Battle of Cumae, gaining control of the area. 343-341 BC, the Samnite Wars happened. The first Roman army entered taking the customs and traditions. In 340 BC, the Roman-Latin War had the Samnite faithful to, the Ro to Rome. Pompeii was now governed by the, by the Samnite, but entered into the Roman orbit and would be faithful to the Romans in the Samnite War and the war against Pyrrhus. Later, 4th century BC, the city expanded into the opened wall area. The city walls were reinforced with stone in the early 3rd century BC. After the Samnite War from 290 BC, Pompeii was forced to accept Roman life, maintaining logistics and administrative autonomy. The outbreak of the Second Punic War 218-201 BC Hannibal's invaded and threatened many cities, but Pompeii remained faithful to Rome. A double wall was now built, and Pompeii would flourish even in this time due to the production and trade of wine and oil with places like Provence and Spain. In 2nd century BC, Pompeii it was enriched. It began taking part in Roman's conquest of the East. These riches enabled Pompeii Many public and private buildings of high quality were built, including the large theatre, the Temple of Jupiter, the Basilica 
and new two stories porticos. Pompeii was a town known to rebel against Rome in the social wars and in 89 BC it was besieged by Sulla. The battle-hardened troops of the Social League and helped with resisting the Romans. Pompeii had to surrender after the conquest of Nola. Many Sulla vets were given land and property in and around the city, and many who opposed Rome were dispossessed of their property. But the Pompeians were given Roman citizenship and quickly got into the Roman world. The area around Pompeii became rich and wealthy with many wanting to live on the Bay of Naples and because of the rich agricultural land. The city became an important passage for goods that arrived by sea. A new order would have new buildings or refurbish the old ones. Pompeii would now be a cultural centre. Under Augustus, about 30 BC, a major expansion in new build public buildings happened. In AD 59, a serious riot happened at the amphitheatre between Pompeians and Nusians. This had the Romans send Praetorian uh, guards to restore order and ban further offence for the next 10 years. Now the people of Pompeii were used to many earthquakes, but February 5th, 62 AD, a massive earthquake hit causing damage. With no Richter magnitude scale available, it's believed it was a five or a six. On that day, Pompeii were to do two sacrifices, as it was the anniversary of Augustus, who was the named father of the nation, and also feast day to honour the guardian spirits of the city. With the earthquake, chaos ensued. Fires came from oil lamps smashed in the quake, which added to the panic. From 62 to 79 AD, most rebuilding was done. In 64 AD, Nero, who was the fifth Roman Emperor, and his wife visited Pompeii, giving gifts to the Temple of Venus. By 79 AD, Pompeii's population was 20,000. So the eruption, it lasted for two days. The first phase was a pumice rain lasting 18 hours, which seemed to have allowed most people to escape. So far, about 1,100 bodies have been found on site, confirming this idea. Most who escaped probably salvaged some valuables, and skeletons have been found with jewellery, coins and silverware. That night or early morning, pyroclastic flows started near the volcano. It consisted of high-speed, dense and very hot ash clouds. It knocked structures and incinerated or suffocated all that remained. By night of the second day, the eruption was over, leaving a haze the sun barely shone through. A study done on the products and victims indicates heat was the main cause of death and not suffocation as once thought. The results were published in 2010. It showed heat exposure was at least 250 degrees Celsius with a flow of 10 kilometers, which would suffice to cause instant death even if they were sheltered. People and buildings of Pompeii were covered by 12 different layers of tephra and about 20 feet deep. Pliny the Younger, a lawyer, author and magistrate of ancient Rome, provided a first-hand account of the eruption of Mount Vesuvius from his position across the Bay of Naples, but was written 25 years after the event.
His uncle Pliny the Elder died rescuing stranded victims. An admiral Pliny the Elder ordered ships to cross the bay to help evacuate those stranded or looking for help. It was believed to have happened in August, but a study in 2022 found it was more October time. This is supported by what has been found. The people buried had heavier clothing than that of summer. The fruit and veg in the stores were typical autumn time. Chestnuts were found at Oplantis, which would have been matured before mid-September. Coins found included one with a 15th imperial acclamation and this coin wouldn't have been minted before the second week of September. Titus, the Roman Emperor, from 79 to 81 AD, appointed two ex-councils to organise relief and donate large sums of money to aid the victims. He visited Pompeii after the eruption and a year after that, but no work was done in recovery. Soon after the accident, survivors and thieves came to collect valuables. The city wasn't totally buried and tops of large buildings could be seen above the ash, making it obvious where to dig or salvage. Thieves would leave traces later found by archaeologists, like walls with the wording home dug. The next known on earth was in 1592 when architect Domenico Fontana was digging an underground aqueduct and ran into the ancient walls covered in paintings and inscriptions. He passed through and under a huge part of the city and would have passed under many buildings but he kept it all secret so nothing more came from the find. 1689 Francesco Picciatti saw an inscription mentioning Pompeii but he thought it meant the villa of Pompeii. Francesco Bianchini would point out the true meaning and he was supported by Giuseppe Macrini who in 1693 excavated some walls and wrote Pompeii le Benite la Civita. The city of Herculaneum was rediscovered in 1738 by workmen digging for foundations of a summer palace for the King of Naples. Due to the amazing quality of the findings, the Spanish military engineer Del Alcarberi made excavations to find more remains on the site of Pompeii in 1748, even with the city not identified by then. Charles of Bourbon, the King of Spain, found these findings really interesting. On August 20, 1763, an, an inscription, Repubblica Pompeianum, was found identifying the city was indeed Pompeii. Carl Weber directed the first scientific excavations. Then in 1764, Militare Francesco La Vega directed the next with his brother Pietro succeeding him in 1804. France occupied Naples in 1799 and ruled over Itali Italy from 1806 to 1815. Exploration progress increased dramatically. But in the years after excavations, struggle struggles with lack of money and the progress slowed once again. Giuseppe Forelli took charge in 1863, making huge progress. 
In early excavations, occasional voids and ash layers were found to have human remains. Forelli was the one to realise these spaces were left by decomposing bodies. Forelli came up with the technique of injecting plaster into the space to recreate the forms of ben, uh, Mount Vesuvius's victims. This technique is still used today, but with clear resin instead of plaster as it was more durable and doesn't destroy bones allowing more examinations. Forelli also introduced scientific documentation. He would divide the city into nine areas and blocks. He also numbered the entrances of homes. Under Forelli's successors, the entire west of the city was exposed. Excavations continued after Forelli in 1920s, and Medio Maiori excavated older layers beneath those of 79 AD in order to learn more about settlement history. Amedio made the last ex excavations on a large scale in the 1950s. But preservation wasn't great and reconstruction made it difficult to distinguish from the original runes. Questionable reconstruction was done after the 1980 earthquake, which caused huge damage. Since then, work was confined to excavated areas. In December 2018, archaeologists discovered remains of a harness horse. November 2020, the remains of two men thought to be a rich man and his slave was found in the layer of ash. They were thought to have escaped the first eruption but died in the second blast. The bones of the younger one appeared to have been of that of manual labour, hence the slave thinking. December 2022, a thermal or cook shop was excavated. Frescoes showed food on offer along with terracotta pots holding remains of food like duck, goat, pig and snails. One fresco depicts a dog with a leash, possibly reminding customers to leash their animals. A complete skeleton of a small adult dog was found showing evidence of breed selection in Roman times. January 2021, a well-preserved four-wheel ceremonial chariot was uncovered near where a stable was found in 2018. Objects beneath Pompeii were well preserved nearly 2,000 years. Lack of air and moisture had little to do, little to no deterioration on the objects. But once exposed to the natural and man-made forces, deterioration increased rapidly. Weathering, erosion, light exposure, water damage, poor excavation and reconstruction, introduction to plants and animals, tourism, vandalism and theft have left their marks in some way to the site, and not in a good way. Two-thirds of the city has been excavated, but the remnants of the city are rapidly falling apart. Many of the buildings were also damaged in World War II when bombs were dropped by the Allied forces. Today, funding is mostly directed to the conservation, but due to its scale and ongoing expansion, it is not helping stopping the slow decay of materials. In 2013, UNESCO warned of re uh, restoration and preservation fails, then Pompeii has to be placed on the list of world heritage in danger. Pompeii has been a popular tourist destination for over 250 years. By 2008, it attracted 2.6 million a year. 
Pompeii's site is also the driving force behind the economy of the town of Pompeii. Many residents are employed in tourism and hospitality. Excavations have generally stopped and the site is less accessible to tourists than once was in the past. And that is the tale of Pompeii. Like and subscribe on my YouTube or podcast and join me next time for the story of Charles Manson, an American criminal and musician who led the Manson family, a cult in the late 1960s. Some members committed nine, mem- nine murders at four locations in the summer of 1969. He was convicted of first-degree murder and conspiracy to commit murder of seven people, including actress Sharon Tate. Until then, this was the good, the bad and the pure evil.